I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. It's Oops the Podcast. I'm Francis. This is Julia. Welcome back. Nice to have you all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you? Dude, good. Holding my arms in the air. It's fucking hot outside. And we are letting her rip. I've hurt my shoulder. You, you've hurt your shoulder? Yeah, I've got a slap tear. Really? You know what that is? No. Me neither. <laughs> Did they explain it to you? Well, my brother-in-law diagnosed it. Oh, yeah. And he's an ortho. Mm. So what? So in your shoulder, and is this a thing that you've been working out through? Oh, yeah. And has the pain become too unbearable where you sought out advice? Here's the problem. It's tennis. Ah, uh, yeah. Tennis is what's killing me. You've been playing a bunch of tennis? But yeah, my girlfriend insists on it. Oh, yeah. I forgot that she's gotten the bug. She drags me to the courts. Like dude, I'll, a, I'll play with your girl, dude. You should. You should do. You should do. Take the... Because my slap tear is becoming a tear tear. So where is it? Shoulder. Where, right shoulder. Where in the shoulder? Sort of like uh, if, if this were my On right, side? right shoulder, it's, it's right okay. in there. And a slap tear is not a real tear? It is a tear. It's just minor enough that, they, that he didn't say that I should get surgery yet. There so, is a surgery you can do for it. So he's recommending personal uh, physical therapy? Rest and relaxation about it. Don't, don't worry too much about it. That's what he's saying. Dude, I have a great physical therapist, by the way, if you need it. Really? Like, he's not the best physical therapist, but he's the funniest physical therapist. <laughs> like, and he's good. He is, you can just tell he's not like as sharp maybe as he used to be, but dude, it was so funny. They would like, I have a torn meniscus, like partial, partial tear. And he would set me up to the thing, and then he would just fall asleep. Oh, my God. And his studio was in his apartment, which I figured out eventually because he hid it. He hid that detail. Yeah. Uh, But it was always really funny to go to him and do it. And he would always say something hilarious each time. Sounds like one of those ways that women get you know duped into filming their first pornography <laughs> like, you know right <laughs> but but uh, to your point if there's one thing that all my physical therapists have been lacking it's a sense of humor so that's oh, dude, this really guy what we need is hilarious care a lot more about the laughs than the actual lack you know reduction of inflammation and, and <laughs> increased range of motion <laughs> dude one time he used me for a youtube video and he's like all right you'll notice the patient's going to stand up and when he extends his leg his knee will look like a, a man making a sad face. So I stood up and then he goes, well, it didn't happen this time. And then he posted the video. <laughs> Dude, shout out to him. I, I'm not, I, it sounds like I'm making fun of him. I, he actually, if I go to physical therapy, this is the only person I will ever go to. Um, and he ultimately gets the job. Well, you're nothing if not loyal. Um, so sorry. So the terror. No, that's okay. So, so what was cool about this though? I mean, you know, I gotta tell you something. Having a doctor in the family is cool. It's huge. It's huge. It is cool. Yeah, that's big. It's 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 as it is to me as wonderful as like uh, okay. So what private air travel is compared to regular right. commercial air travel? Well, think about it. You go to a doctor. You gotta fill out all the paperwork. You gotta. You know, sit in the waiting room. You go see the, the, I guess, the JV doctor first who takes your vital signs and weighs you. Julio has to starve himself just for that little interaction. You know, he boots and poops and then cleanses the system to be his weight. And then finally, he gets to see the real doctor for all of four minutes. Guy comes in, you know, taps on your knee a couple times with that rubber eraser and then just... He's like, oh yeah, you've got a, uh, I don't know, mumps or whatever, something. Yeah, whatever you got, and that's and that's it. And then you get dinged for some crazy. You deal with insurance oh, paperwork, God. and you all get that. a bill that isn't really the bill. It's like there's still an insurance file that hasn't been dealt with yet. But like you just see this bill yeah. for nine hundred dollars that you're like wondering if it's going to get taken care of. Exactly. All of that is the equivalent of you forgetting to put your known traveler number in correctly. 
having to go through the regular security line. Oh, God. TSA gives you the double pat down. You forgot to remove your toothpaste tube from your toiletry kit. It's over three oh, and God. a half ounces. You're taking your shoes off. You step in shit with yeah. your barefoot. You brought some edible gummies with you, but you put them in a regular gummy bear bag, hoping that if they did search your bag, they wouldn't actually taste them and realize that they were laced with marijuana. You're sweating through the whole thing. There's a dog with a bomb vest on, <laughs> sponsored by Red Bull, checking you out. You know, you're, you're the whole thing, dude, right? That is good riffing there. Dude. Yes. That was some good airport riffing. <laughs> Trance is coming in hot. Those dogs are sponsored. Those are the Red Bull dogs. Do not pet. Don't pet me. Do not pet me. That is your <laughs> Travis Pastrana Golden, she- uh, you know, German Shepherd or whatever. <laughs> and by the way, uh, what do you think they call German Shepherds in Germany? Do you think they can't just call them shepherds? They clearly. <laughs> have shepherds in Germany. So they have, I don't even know. Deutschland shepherds. Yeah, yeah. So the homeland shepherds, yeah. maybe. Um, but, okay, so all this is to say uh, that having the doctor in the family, I mean, we were sitting at dinner, and I said, I've got a problem in my shoulder. And he said, all right. I said, well, can you check it out? And he goes, yeah, let me examine you. So he stands up. Now the whole family turns to watch. And this is, I mean, if you want to talk about porn for the family. This is your sister's husband. Yeah. And meanwhile, they've got their incredible eight-month-old, my niece, you know, is there kind of cooing. And everyone's (laughs) just absolutely in love with this kid. Bashing her spoon into her thing and everyone loves it. Just the the total (laughs) melting everyone's hearts. So they've, of course, stolen the show. And now... Here's this accomplished spinal surgeon ortho. I'm standing up. He's in, he's he's running me through these sort of like okay, turn your hand. He's you know he's doing his stuff, and then he out, within thirty seconds he goes slap tear. That's so crazy. And he's like you know I'd, to be a hundred percent certain I'd have to get an MRI, but I'm I'm certain. <laughs> and I'm like look at this. That's crazy. You know? We just did that, and and that's now we're. We thought it was going to take a long time to get to dear, that's so sick. To San Francisco, but instead here we are. We're in Hawaii or whatever. You know right, what I mean? Right. We we flew and we're here and that's it. Now Bypass there's a car the waiting for us on the tarmac. So, okay. So now how how are you going to proceed? How how did he recommend you proceed with this? Well, he said rest it and don't do bicep exercises because apparently the bicep tendon runs all the way up to the shoulder it's pulling on it that's creating you know i i I always make this fucking pathetic attempt to grow my biceps but they just don't grow why why do you think that is i think probably my theory is that i have long arms Mm. and people with stout stubby arms i'll get bigger biceps get bigger biceps whereas mine are just longer string beans like I, I don't put on clumpy muscle. Mm. I mean, yeah, I have that same problem, but I definitely have put in probably three percent of the effort that you have. So I need to go down that road first in order to. Yeah, I've never been able to get my. my biceps. I'm in the gym. I always finish with a little bit of cursory biceps, and every even every time I do it while I'm doing it, I'm like, what? What's the point of this? <laughs> this isn't going to make anything look better. I'm not toning. Nothing's happening here. Might as well just throw in the towel. But if I throw in the towel, my arms go to... They get tiny. String beans. Mm, Got it. So it's fighting just a total Sisyphean venture. So I've found when I have a nagging injury like that, it can be really hard to motivate oneself to carry on exercising. Mm. And like, so are you just working around it? Well, I can always Peloton. You know what I mean? That's true. And um, that's kind of the, the... the core of all my exercise now so um, there's yeah, no there's true. no excuse that's not good. to do that dude i had the, i got this really weird injury hang once. on i gotta call you on that though what i feel like you do you not point to an injury as a way of not exercise no it's just like it, it can be like so i was gonna give you an example of the injury oh, okay. that i was talking about so it, it just depends like I had like a core injury, like it was my right abdominal, it's and that that's a yeah. tough one to work around because you can't really do much. No, you can do cardio, and you can do certain things, but like you can't really do any sort of core work. You can't do really any strength work. You can't right. really do that much. Um, and I got this injury in a really bizarre way. We had finished our show, uh, a show that we produced at the Knitting Factory. Mm-hmm. I went home with a lady. Oh, and dude, 
mid-sex, I just felt this unbelievably sharp pain in my right abdominal. Mm. I like got injured straight up. Like it was one of the worst. I don't, I still don't know what the fuck it was. I've gotten MRI, CAT scan, all that stuff. And there was just nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still haven't really gotten to the bottom of it. And it's, it's better now. It'll flare up every once in a while. But there was a point in time where it hurt so much that I couldn't, that, that it was so hard to motivate myself to exercise for like six months. That's tough. Yeah, that's tough. Know. And especially if a doctor then sort of tells you, which doesn't sound like someone did this in your case, but if a doctor gives you the rest sort of prescription, um, then that's like you just God telling you, giving you the green light not to do anything. Yeah. And dude, for a person like you too, who like you work out so hard, I've heard this. Tell me if, if you think this is right or not. And even in the times where I've been in better shape, whatever, I found that that rest week does a lot more for me than I thought it would. Like I come back from it like ripped or something. Interesting. Or just like ready to work out so hard. I don't know. Your workouts will be better. Yeah. You will be performing better. Yeah. But I'm not really sure. And also because like, you can be like when you work out too much, you can make you kind of like inflamed, you know, and sometimes mm-hmm. like that rest will kind of like bring everything in. I don't totally. Know, whatever. Well, you know what's you know what's interesting to me is um, I'm t- I keep think I was thinking a lot about doctors and medicine. Every time I see my brother in law, I just ask him. I'm so curious. It's such an interesting field, mm-hmm. cutting people open, fixing spines. You know, allowing making it so that people will be able to walk again. It's nuts. Uh, so I remember, I don't remember who I was talking to, but someone was talking to me, and they said they they resented doctors or they didn't trust them or something uh, because they think that they have a God complex. What? Well, I think there's some truth to that. So that's why you don't trust them. They're the only one who knows how to do that. Who else are you going to trust? So, so exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but that, that, you know, they walk around, maybe they've got a bit of, of arrogance and I don't know. I, I don't know. For most of the doctors that I've encountered, I don't find them to typically be very arrogant. I, I don't even remember who was saying this to me, but in that moment, the point they were making did make sense. I have met doctors who clearly thought they were the cock of the walk (laughs) and, you know, whatever. But here's the thing, right? My brother-in-law was telling me about, like, working in shock trauma, Mm -hmm. in the shock trauma center during his uh, residency. And that's when you're dealing with people who are in really bad trouble internal bleeding oh god uh you, you know and, and and they're going to die unless somebody you do something it. and we now have figured out through modern medicine how to stave off death mm-hmm. we have someone would have died if we had not gone in with a cheat code right that we've learned and done something mm-hmm. and then i hear that and i'm like well that is godlike yeah Totally. You received an angel's healing hands. Mm-hmm. And if not for that, if you'd been left on the road, you you would have died. Yeah. And for how many centuries, how many millennia of human history have those people died? I know, I know. You know, it wasn't that long ago that a pretty basic injury It's it is crazy. killed you. It is crazy. The life expectancy like 400 years ago was like 52. Totally. I mean, we've come a long way. It's Yeah, I still can't get over the logic of the person who doesn't trust doctors because of a God complex. That's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I think it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what choice do we have? And also like, you don't trust, like, why would, why does that mean you don't trust them? I just, I'm having trouble wrapping my head around this. Like maybe you think he thinks they're, he or she thinks they're arrogant. Yeah, I'm trying and to remember who I, said this to me. I can't. I don't know why that would take away trust. Mm. Like, don't you want the person who's confident he can fix you? Right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. You I, want, like, what the fuck? I agree with you. It's I crazy. absolutely agree with you. That's yeah. crazy, dude. Mm. Uh, but it is true. But, dude, listen, if you're not willing to put yourself in the doctor's chair to stave off death, then you're going to need some good life insurance. You're dude. goddamn right. You're goddamn right. You are right. I mean, there is a good chance that if you don't trust god or the doctors uh who might be god and help you that you are going to pass yeah policy genius is great it's a marketplace to try to compare different insurers there's over a dozen top insurers in there you can save 50 percent or more up to 1300 bucks or more per year 
Uh, and eligible applicants can get covered in as little as a week uh, thanks to an award-winning policy option that swaps the standard medical exam requirement for a simple phone call. How nice oh, is that? That is nice. It's nice to have it simple. Yeah, it's rated number one by Forbes. Um, it's good stuff. You, yeah. If you guys are looking for life insurance, we suggest that you go over to Policy Genius. The people who work there work for you, not yeah, for Policy Genius. That's right. They're Don't leave your loved you. ones in the lurch. That's right. <laughs> Don't leave them in the lurch. <laughs> Don't leave them in the lurch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can go to policygenius.com uh, to get started and figure that out. We highly recommend it. Policy Genius. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. So, dude, when I had that injury, where did I go? I just ended up back with my boy, the physical therapist. Did you really? Yeah, and it actually, he showed me some good stretches. We, uh, he did the sort of like the electrical cord. You know the like thing where they put the electric thing on you. Yeah, it, the like, the zapper, the, the zapper thing, yeah, the like, small pulses. Yes, but like the physical therapist. What's that one. called? I don't know. It's not like the one to give you abs. It's like the real one, like the one that. <laughs> <laughs> the one that like heats up is your that ultrasound no that's not ultrasound i forget what they're called no. but it's the same goo that an ultrasound yeah. has um but anyway so i did that and that was great but dude speaking of the doctor every time i go to the doctor uh they take blood and they like they do they do a pee test because they're giving of the medicine that they're prescribing me oh and every time weed comes up in my system and every time they give me a speech about why weed isn't good for a person with ADD. And every time oh. I'm like, I don't really smoke, which is true, but that's the thing that everybody says at the doctor. <laughs> so they don't even believe me. I'm like, I honestly don't even like smoking. Like I agree with these things you're saying. I just do it occasionally, like maybe once a month, a couple times a month, once whatever. every 29 days. <laughs> exactly. And I drink no cranberry juice <laughs> such that it is always in my system yeah. at the tail end. Literally. So like, and then they go, okay, well, they've heard that so many times. And then yeah. they proceed to draw a diagram on the like the temporary paper that they put over the, the examination bed. Oh, really? Of like the size of the brain. And they do it every time, dude. It's dude, so what doctor are you going to? It's so annoying. They're good. Like they're thorough. This is my new doctor. I love and I love them, but this is really annoying. I'm like, next time I'm just gonna be like, I I don't know what the fuck to say because I want to tell the truth, which is I barely smoke, but I also want to be shut the fuck up. I'm gonna fail every time. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell them that you have to smoke because you're so stressed about your doctor visits? <laughs> Let them know that you're doing it to deal with the anxiety you feel coming in knowing you're going to be chastised. <laughs> you're going to be spoken down to yeah, right? Dude, it's so for your annoying. recreational drug use. Um, um, by the way, I'm reading a, a book right now called This Is Your Brain on Plants. It's our book for book club on my Patreon. Subscribe if you want to join. That's September 1st. Got to have the book done by then. Pretty interesting book, though. Michael really? Pollan. So I, I have an idea of what it might be about. He but. wrote a bunch of books. The Omnivore, Omnivore's Dilemma. I don't know. Are you thinking about taking the leap? No. No? Of of going into eating plants? Only. So the This Is Your Brain on Plants talks about opium, oh. caffeine, and mescaline. Oh, wow. And the effects that those things have plant derived drugs got it and i'm halfway through the caffeine chapter and it's pretty interesting man have you gotten to the mescaline chapter yet no but i'm excited about that are you you think you're gonna end up doing it have you ever done mescaline no but i've only know one person who's told me about it and they said it was like the craziest thing what is mescaline i think it just makes you trip balls what is it it's like a really intense trip that's like a little shorter i think that might not be true um but it's really intense. What's the uh, Chris the, is the famous book right about the guy in Las Vegas, Hunter S. Thompson? I don't know. You know that Johnny Depp did. Oh yeah, Fear and Loathing in Las Fear Vegas. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So I read that. Yeah. And he's doing a ton of mescaline yeah. in that one. And they're tripping out hard I mean, in that yeah. movie. And I don't. I didn't really know what it was. I don't know what mescaline is. Yeah, I still am unclear too. Chris, what do you got? Um, it naturally occurs in the sand. Pedro cactus, the Peruvian torch, the peyote cactus, and other species of cactus. It's a naturally occurring psychedelic protoacaloid of the substituted, word I can't say, class, known for its hallucinogenic effects compared to those of LSD and psilocybin. Sounds like it's this isn't, either one, peyote or a sister to peyote. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, and it, it's, it's unclear, so it sounds like it's more intense, but it doesn't say anything about how long it lasts. Yeah. 
but so he you know the caffeine one is interesting though um and and also the opium one what does it say well so opium you know opium has been a a drug that has caused the opium wars i mean it's something we've i don't know and now obviously the opioid crisis Um, i used to smoke opium in my high school shut the fuck up yeah you sprinkle it on like a bowl of weed you have smoked opium i have smoked opium yeah it like wasn't a big deal where would you find opium Dude, they just had opium these kids like had it and they're like do you and then they would just put a little bit of on nobody had like an opium problem like they would just put a little bit of it in a joint or in a bowl or in a bong on top mixed with weed predominantly yeah, weed, so. yeah. so so i have to say i am very curious about opium but i i i am very fearful of opioids yeah totally but uh it's very addictive but it's very easy to synthesize right interesting um you grow poppies right 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 right. that's it and you can make opium tea and that's what he does in the book right so that's Um, the thing too that's an important thing to remember is like the way that you're doing something and what version of that something you're doing matters obviously right but like because you're sprinkling opium on a bowl of weed doesn't mean you're like doing fucking heroin no no right in i remember reading the tintin comics and did you ever read those no do you know what they are Oh, like the dog well rin tintin no 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 (laughs) no tintin has a dog snowy i don't know know. they were written by the belgian author herge they're i don't know a lot of people know uh kids detective graphic novels got it and the one where he goes to japan he goes to an opium den and in those opium dens everyone's always they're lying down on a mat you prop yourself up on an elbow they bring you this long straw like smoking device and you smoke opium and people you know they sort of linger there for many Mm. many hours i think and they talk about the 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 sort of the vividness of the dreams oh interesting and so it does it is alluring to me mm-hmm. opium I mean, but yeah. i would want to do it in the way that they did it in like the 1500s right 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 you know and i don't know how available that is i wouldn't <laughs> you'd have to curate that for yourself i wouldn't want you know your tennis buddy from high school to sprinkle a little bit right, on a joint right. i wouldn't want to mix i would want to go do to some way yeah, some underground opium den in Cambodia <laughs> and have somebody chef it up real nice for me. No, it's like the days of the opium wars. Yeah. That's how I would want to do it. Uh, so opium, definitely something I'm interested in, as well as, you know, obviously the caffeine thing is, is interesting too. But do, yeah. Chris, you have an update? I have on the Mexico and stuff. So it says uh, peyote buttons are most often chewed, but they can be mixed with water and swallowed. Sometimes it's, ground up into powder and then put into capsules and it lasts 12 to 18 hours See, it's too long that's not so i thought so peyote is mescaline it seems like it sounds like it. you ever see the simpsons episode where they do peyote no it's just it's just it's not surprising to me that it's lasts that long because they portray it in a way where it seems like it lasts an eternity and it was unclear to me if it was like because you're when you're tripping time moves more slowly Mm -hmm. um but Can't, can't do it can't do those 18 hour things that's a long time that's too much for me by the way what you just did there did you see that simpsons episode that has happened to me my whole life (laughs) with the simpsons people reference the simpsons constantly (laughs) did you ever see that simpsons it's like that simpsons episode right i never watched the simpsons i didn't really so i was constantly left out of it's, these pop cultural references seinfeld too like i don't know those enough about, about yeah. either show when people say remember that episode where like it's one of those shows where a lot of people will know what they're talking about but i happen to usually not i've been accused of stealing bits from seinfeld simply because i didn't watch enough seinfeld oh, to know funny. they had done it right that's funny yeah yeah like, i don't even watch that show dude it's funny the simpsons has been around so long that i think like my perception of it when i was a kid is like completely different now. You know what I mean? Like what you're talking about is the way that I thought about the Simpsons when I was a kid, when I was in high school, everyone would do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like they don't anymore, but the show still comes out with new episodes. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's 
it's hard to believe that it is still on the air and new, but it's nuts. You know, South Park, same deal. They just inked another six year extension or something with like really? six movies, nine hundred million dollars. Oh my god, dude. It's incredible. It's a lot of cash. Yeah. It's well, speaking of-, of caffeine, uh I've been really getting into the old Ethiopia can oh, yeah? sent from our dear friends at Brooklyn Roasting. Oh, tell me about it. Man, it this is a good this is a really nice uh espresso pull. Uh I have to say. Doing my double shots. Nice. Uh, drinking my. I, I've 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 gone. I've lessened the amount of oat milk that I'm using because I like. You know why? <laughs> what? Trying to lose a little weight. Really? Oat milk is very caloric. Yeah, yeah. I'm heading to this wedding in Lake Como. You trying to be shred, bro? I have a bathing suit that I bought that was a little bit uh sort of um hopeful. So how so how many pounds do you how aware are you of kind of the amount of pounds poundage you need to lose? Well, I weighed myself. I was home in Maine. I weighed myself, and the number was higher than I was expecting it to be. By how much? By about three pounds. Okay, so it was nothing dramatic. But as I'm about <laughs> to be on the lake for yeah, a bunch yeah. of you know weddings, it's all about pictures and stuff. So I want to trim up, tighten up. You want to have your best showing. Yeah. So I've lowered the amount of oat milk I'm putting in my coffee. I okay. Because oat milk is very caloric. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it is. It and is. so I'm getting a purer, a more. It's a very pure coffee oat milk oat milk latte that I'm drinking. So it's funny. I really respect people like you because you can cut something out. You have such a like routine that by cut by changing something like that, it makes an impact. It may. Yeah, no, it does. I, I, like I know, no. you know, we talk about Danny Palmer all the time mm-hmm. on this podcast. Danny Palmer's like that. He's he he switched one thing in his diet and it made this massive impact because he is he eats so he so similarly has like the same meals yeah, or whatever. I'm doing this for a week. I understand, but like it's gonna make a difference. You have your espresso every morning, you have it with oat milk every morning, yeah. that's gonna make a difference. I wish that I was like that. I can't like I don't have a routine with food Mm. and by doing something, it doesn't matter because the next day I do something different. Got it. Which is an interesting thing. Well, I'm still, I'm still loving my coffee. I got, I I could never cut coffee out. And that's, as I said, partly because the Brooklyn roasting company coffee is the most delicious coffee that I've ever had in my entire life. My life. Um, It will get you laid. It will. According to Julio (laughs) girl sees that on your countertop the next morning. She says, boy, do I have to come back? Totally underestimated how classy this guy was. Um, so get yourself some Brooklyn Roasting Company coffee. We absolutely love it. Brooklyn, BrooklynRoasting.com. Promo code OOPSBEANS will get you 5% off of your order. You should also join the Coffee of the Month Club. At that, They will select the great new, whatever the latest, greatest coffees they've got on hand are. Uh, they've been rated one of the top roastings, uh, roasteries, I guess, in, in, in America. Uh, they are spectacular. Obviously, the coffee peanut butter, that stuff flies off the shelves. Get yourself some of that, too. Ooey gooey golly glop. I ate my jar in like four days. I mean, Chris I just mainlined it. it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nothing oh you can do. God. Don't say it. Can't blame you. Um, we love the Brooklyn Roasting Company. We have something really cool in the works with them, which we'll be excited to announce soon. So uh, support us and support them. BrooklynRoasting.com, promo code OOPSBEANS. Get some coffee now. We have an update. Oh, and a very unexpected update, dude. And Uh-oh. and the it's even the the tagline of the email: unexpected update from Boston Bro Job Bob. Whoa, he's back. <laughs> he's back. So, dude, this is. Uh, I think we're gonna all enjoy this. Whenever so, this guy fucking chimes in, man, I gotta tell you, his life just gives me. Ugh, gives our boy, me Bro Job Bob, man, he's mm-hmm. the man. We love him. Uh, I agree. It's so exciting to hear from him. Um, All right. So here we go. I'm emailing even though I thought I never would again. (laughs) So to keep things brief, I've done exactly what I said in my previous email. The old friend. So should we give people a quick refresh on this? Give them a rundown. Okay. So very quickly, Boston Bro Job Bob, he's this guy who uh, he had reconnected with his old friend. Uh, Boston Bro Job Bob is a gay man. His friend from high school had a girlfriend. He was getting sort of uh, gaydar vibes from this old friend from high school. He ended up hooking up with the, he met up with the old friend for high school from high school for a couple of drinks. They ended up hooking up a bunch. Um, And now the guy, uh, the guy broke up with his girlfriend and it's unclear the way he's been living his life now, but he and Bob had been hooking up. 
Bob said he was going to dead it and they were just going to be friends. So this is where we're at now. Okay. Okay. So to keep things brief, I've done exactly what I said in my previous email. The old friend has become actually a nice friend to just hang out with again, minus the oral. It feels like high school again. Wow. We smoke and hang out all the time. Pants stay on now, however. After, after some time, I actually played the episode where you guys read my letters. I told, wow. <laughs> I told him I got some outside advice from straight guys, and he was curious. He thought you both were hilarious and truthful. So you probably got another fan listener. Awesome. Cut to a week ago. We were hanging out and he said he finally told some friends about his new sexuality shift and how it happened. I was shocked because the story doesn't paint him in the best light, in my opinion, but I digress. He stayed friends with a couple more people we went to high school with. As a closeted kid, I didn't have a lot of friends, but of course I know the friends he was talking about. The typical Boston guys that you imitated. Goodwill hunting kind of jocks. Mm -hmm. So back then, I used to not really interact with them in fear of being outed. I asked him what they thought, and he told me the craziest thing, and, the re and this is the reason I'm emailing you. All of his buddies, which include mostly old upperclassmen, were fine with it and made fun of him, but to his surprise, not me. Cut to that evening. They all reached out to him to ask if I'd be open to doing the same thing for them. Get the fuck out of Southie. To clarify, the same thing for them means to blow them. I don't know if there was specifically blowjob Bob, boss, bro job, whatever. That's how he got this name. Bro job Bob. Uh, four of his buddies all reached out to him privately, asking for my number, Snapchat, socials, etc., all to see if they can acquire my services. Dude, he told me he told me this after smoking some weed, and I jokingly said. I'm still single, so tell them to shoot their shot. All of them texted me. Now, my dilemma is, all of them are pretty attractive guys. All of them are like older high school jocks that I used to not look at too long in the halls to not seem gay, asking me if we can hang out sometime soon. One guy was even very upfront and offered to get a nice hotel room and pay me $500 for oral. Dude. <laughs> What the fuck? This guy is becoming an escort. We're going to have to start calling him Magic Mouth Bob. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> the Hoover Dental Dam. Dude. <laughs> this is incredible. Initially, I was shocked by these offers, and especially the money offer from a guy who is honestly hot enough for me to do it for free. I had to reach out to my oops straight guru, uh, gurus, Francis and Julia. What the fuck should I do? Should I do it? Should I make all of them pay and capitalize on this opportunity? I told my friend, and he told me they might be willing to pay. All the guys are pretty attractive, normal 20-year-olds that are apparently horny as fuck. This seems like the best alternative to making an OnlyFans. Uh, it's private, and I'm not a full-blown hooker. It's only four guys. Thanks. Maybe not retired Boston bro job, Bob. Oh, my God. Bob. Bob, Bob, oh Bob, my Bob, God. Bob. I don't know. I, I'm a little troubled, troubled by this development. <laughs> I think he's sort of putting himself in the position of becoming a, a sex a, worker a, a mouth for hire right and i i guess if i guess if that's what he wants to do all power to him i'm almost glad to hear that he is considering you know commodifying this service because <laughs> otherwise i was going to say he's being taken advantage of right but maybe he just loves performing oral sex on other people it sounds like he's he's into it he's it like turns the mother Teresa of blowjobs <laughs> johnny Appleseed, just <laughs> going around and spreading more seed than anybody i i don't, I don't really get it i i i don't know i i my, i hope he i hope he is feels empowered and that he doesn't have to just give this service simply because the one guy gave his number do you know what i mean totally am i am i wrong about so that? it sounds like he thinks it's hot dude this is the thing that wor worries me a little about this it's become it's starting to become this like secret brotherhood of guys who get blown by bob and like what if one day they just decide that they're like we don't want anyone to know about this and they all just like murder bob dude what if Bob gets well, murdered? Well, then he should. Yeah, then he. The money should. scares me a little. The money thing scares me a bit. Mm. Not because of the, I'm putting any stigma upon sex workership, just because somehow when money with money, 
it, it feels like maybe they're going to think you owe them shit. It's just going to be weird, dude. I think if you want to blow these guys, blow the guys. Have fun. You know, you're a horny young guy. Do what you got to do. But I feel like the money is maybe not worth taking. That's my advice. So you think he should be doing all this for free? He wants to. It's not for free. He turns them on. He fucking, you know, he's into it, it sounds like. Fine. I think he just needs to make sure he doesn't lose himself in this process. I agree. Does that make sense? I agree. That and he retains I think the money. Yeah. And and maybe he does feel empowered. I maybe this is the way that he, you know, he feels What do you mean? Like accepting the money? No, doing it. But why but why does it have to be empowering? Why can't it just be something that fucking turns him on? He's a hook at like, you know, just going he likes blowing he likes, you know. Uh like, I, I don't understand why it has to be a thing like that. Like, why can't it just be... So I'm overthinking it. I don't know. Like, maybe maybe or maybe not. Like, I don't see the empowering from, from my POV. I'm, I don't I'm curious love what the you mean. fact that the one guy that this happened with then, sh- you know, told the story and then instantly four people. This is like that movie Pay It Forward. <laughs> you know, it's exponential growth. Those four guys tell four guys. Next thing you know, it's 16, then 64. <laughs> Then 256. We're going to be in the millions. Dude, and he, it's crazy. I mean, there's just your kneecaps will get so sore. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy that their entire fucking student body is into Bob, dude. I know. Like the entire. Well, Bob, he must whatever give you're doing, man. Legendary head. Yeah. Is there any way for us to get us over? <laughs> dude, yeah. I mean, Bob, I think, do. If you're into it and you think it's hot, do it. I would recommend staying away from the money. If Fuck you get that. Ugly. I, 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 I say the other thing. I, I, I say raise your rates, become a competitor in the marketplace, but I think he should hire security of some kind. Some sort of, you know, mm. person who will accompany him to the outside of the hotel room and then wait outside or whatever mm. uh, in, 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 with an earshot in case Something starts going he has down. to yell the safe word. Um, I don't know. That, isn't, that, isn't that what happens with Ask? Maybe not. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, but like Bob seems like he does other shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So yeah. Good luck. Keep us posted. Good luck. For sure. Yeah. Let us know if you end up doing it. Right. We're, we're enjoying your updates. Fascinating. Well, Bob, while you're debating what you're going to do during this situation, we recommend you sit down and contemplate over a nice bowl of healthy cereal. That's why we recommend Magic Spoon. It's absolutely delicious, and it's healthy. It tastes exactly like all the cereal that you loved as a kid, uh, but without the guilt of knowing you're eating a bunch of sugar and a bunch of crap. Uh, Magic Spoon has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving, and 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. You can build your own box or get a variety pack with the available flavors. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. An important note, the cookies and cream and maple waffle flavors are here to stay uh, because they were so popular. They were only supposed to be for a limited time, but now they are fully in the action. If you want to get some Magic Spoon, go to magicspoon.com oops and use promo code oops to get five bucks off of your order. Magic Spoon's so confident in their product, it's backed by a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. MagicSpoon.com slash oops, promo code oops, $5 off your order. Magic Spoon, get in there. Everybody's talking about it. Dude, so I've been going to this workout class. Which one? Uh, it's called Cardio Sculpt. Great. And it's essentially like a, a combination of sort of like aerobics and I know it's a silly thing to say. <laughs> Aerobic exercise and uh, like hit training, some weights. And it's funny, dude. I did this thing when I used to be really fit. I used to use words that people who worked out don't use because I thought that it would make me less annoying. But now that I'm like not in great shape, n- now that I'm like not in great shape, it just makes me seem like I've never been in shape when I say words like aerobics. <laughs> that, that's not why I was laughing. <laughs> it is funny. I'm laughing because cardio sculpt (laughs) you know the amount of times that the world has reinvented (laughs) that's true a a, a way of basically saying like 
come here until you sweat and then leave. <laughs> literally. And you'll be a healthier person. Literally, literally. That's all it is. So funny. Exercise until you your shirt is sticking to you, and then you're done. <laughs> Unless you're doing it in a really hot place, in which case you need to go a little longer. But, Correct. you know. I know. Dude. That's it's exercising is not that complicated. It, it's uh, dude, you're right. Do something. So, as you might imagine, given the description that I've just given, it's a very it, there's mostly women in the class. Sure. Uh every time and I've been the only guy the last two times. Uh which is, you know, it's a little there's something like a little humiliating about it, but you just got to fucking go for it. Even when you're kind of like prancing around doing the little like dancey moves. I like, think, man, I think that women have really kind of figured out which are the better workout stuff. It's an interesting point. My girl goes to solid core. Dude, that's like the hardest of those. Yeah. Like it makes SLT look like fucking walking around a park. She said that there's one guy in there, but that he has the best body of everyone. Uh, and so interesting. she keeps trying to get me to come. And it, honestly, it sounds too hard. Dude, it's, it's, I've done it before and it was really, really, yeah. really hard. Um, but dude, the girl who teaches the class Oh boy. Has the best body I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And in a way where like it motivates me to exercise. You want to look like her. Which is weird, right? Yeah. In theory, mm -hmm. you're supposed to be see people like a guy who you want to look like and want to be like him. I don't want to look like her, but I want to I want to look that good in general. Genderless. Do you want to look the male version of her? I like it's so hard to equate what that even is uh -huh. like i guess what kind of body you do you want a good one dude i don't come on come on come on come on come on let's let's okay, sketch okay. it out what kind of body do i want do you want what's your what's your goal is it abs is it big shoulders and guns is it lean trimness yeah i think probably like i you know looking good in clothes is literally my goal but like in a way where like I'm also in good shape, you know. What I mean? So you could do that from jogging. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But I also don't want to. I don't want to be like. I don't want to get like too over carried away with the running and get. You know, but whatever. I know that's ridiculous. But also, I have leg issues. Like running, yeah, yeah, yeah. is not that conducive. I'm just saying you can simplify all of this. I know. If, I know. if your goal is look good in clothing, then you don't need to necessarily target certain muscle groups or right, right. You know, there's there are plenty of of uh even 55 year old dads totally who maintain a, a running schedule who look great in clothing totally so dude so i i'm gonna adjust what i just said i think i have a goal weight um yeah. because i've run the gamut mm -hmm. of weight and i i now know because when you're in in the moment for me at least i never appreciated when i looked the best because i always thought i needed to improve mm. so i'm hoping that now that i have sort of an idea of where I think I look the best. If I can get there, I will know that I have a little bit of perspective and I can kind of then maybe start to tweak and whatever. Love it. Well, it's very fun for me to hear the latest and greatest of, of Julio's uh, fitness, <laughs> fitness sort of updates. discoveries. <laughs> and the bottom line is you just, you look good. You're not, you don't look bad. Uh, so it's it's really just a question of what will make you happy. Right. Correct. Correct. And, you know, there's something nice about the idea of sort of looking your best. You know what I mean? It's a fun. It's not sort of like a, it's not particularly daunting. Mm -hmm. You know, it feels good to be exercise, be healthy, see this perfect bodied person and be mm -hmm. like, oh man, looking great is great. Isn't it? Look at her. Yeah. Seeing her fucking dance around. <laughs> and I don't even mean this in a fucking, I don't mean this in a sexual way at all. Like I'm not like. Yeah. Oh, she's hot. I'm just like, that is an incredible body. Well, but if she didn't have that, then she nobody would be taking the class. Right, right. It definitely helps to motivate you, your you clients. You can't be a fitness instructor and just be a dump truck. So, dude, I you see it occasionally, though. Do you? You you never have? No, I need to I need to know that the person teaching me walks the walk. Agreed. Or but just I, walks. <laughs> agreed. Occasionally. <laughs> up a hill. Dude, to and from the store. I'll I'll cross the board agree with you, but occasionally I'll be walking through the gym and you'll see a guy. You're like that guy's a trainer. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see somebody who's like I the, one time when I I joined that new Equinox years ago in Brooklyn Heights when I first moved there. Yeah. And they set you up with the complimentary uh, 
Sesh. you know, they, they give you a session with a personal trainer because they want to get you to buy into the sessions. Mm -hmm. And the guy I had was really, really overweight. Really? And he was wearing a shirt that said, fitness is life. Was he like jacked overweight? Like no. Like huge arms? No. He was just overweight. It's interesting. Really overweight. And I, I remember thinking that he must have borrowed the shirt. Oh, because it just didn't fit him. No, it just said fitness is life. And it, uh -huh. I, don't, I, I didn't think that was his life. <laughs> oh he God. got that shirt from someone else and then and then but that doesn't mean by the way that he doesn't know the ins and outs of True. how to train somebody totally totally but for me it is a question of I, I i respond better in the same way that when i was playing sports knowing that a coach of mine had been a successful athlete yeah. in that sport themselves totally as opposed to somebody who just learned it X's Dude. and O's. And and it's true for everything. I mean, yeah. even with acting class. Right. You know what I mean, it's nice to be to do it with a person who's done stuff. Right. I you know, you you look at Steve Kerr, mm -hmm. coach of the Golden State Warriors, right? Mm -hmm. And you wonder, well, did did Steph Curry and Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson respond better to his coaching because they could go back and watch clips of him? cementing five titles with michael jordan uh, interesting doesn't that lend more credence to his method so i, w I was thinking that you were going to say the opposite they're like oh he's a role he was a role player what no, does he know he knows how to win he knows yeah. how to he was a great shooter mm -hmm. you know he was there for it yeah right he was he greatest, was a champion one of the greatest teams ever yeah yeah true yeah interesting that's um, kind of my thought yeah that's a good thought dude Mm. Uh, I have a funny email uh, for you guys. That Bring think, it on. That I think you're going to laugh about. Um, this is a quick one. But this is a response to something that we talked about, about bringing a pizza to a party. Mm. And we said, try bringing a pizza to a party, see how it goes. This is the response we got from that. It's called a digital thank you note. Fellas, I followed the bring a pizza to the party instruction, and it got me laid. <laughs> God bless, and thank you for the advice. Keep giving us tips on how to have more sex, please. Love I, the show. I wish I, I knew more. <laughs> you know, how did that play out? Because that could be as basic as, did someone order a pizza? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Right when he walks in the door, he's holding it. He sits down on the couch, <laughs> opens it up, and his penis is poking out of a hole in the middle of the pizza. Dude, I think he did what we said to do. Get a pizza, show up to the party. Everyone thinks you're the fucking man. And then So it made him an all-star. Made him an all-star, gets the eye, gets him some eyeballs. Yeah. That's before you know it. Probably more likely. <laughs> because that's much more likely. I don't know many women. I mean, maybe Boston Bro Job Bob, but who thinks that a full pizza would be a wonderful frame <laughs> right. for a penis for some yeah fair, yeah fair by the way quick quick update i have someone dm'd me this remember when we were talking about why kids are always taking selfies on snapchat uh yes why they use yes. that as their yes. camera it's because uh a lot of the parents of kids who buy them iphones buy them the most basic iphone that has no storage 64 gigs and so Snapchat, all of the photos go into a Snapchat cloud. Wow! So that's why they they run out of space. That is crazy. And then they use Snapchat as their as their camera storage. That's crazy. That makes sense, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. dude, I have a question. Oh, Chris, what do you got? Oh, I was also going to add. Sometimes you can take videos differently in Snapchat than in your regular camera roll. So if like music's playing or something, you can just have that going. And it oh, that's cool. Stop it. As and well. then it also flips backwards stuff and it's easier correctly. you can just turn it while you're Man, doing I'm it. I'm kind of interested in Snapchat. <laughs> you got to get back on it. it sounds like a really good app. It's pretty good. It's all right. They've needed to nuance to survive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell anchor, anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running 
It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. I got, I got something go ahead, for go you. So I went home for five days oh, yeah. to Maine, as I mentioned. Yes. And I started looking into my old basketball cards. Ah. And I've been meaning to do that, by the well, way. Well, because sports memorabilia and cards Particularly in general basketball cards. have exploded yeah. in value. And I had so many basketball cards. And I have a binder full of them. <laughs> and I started looking through them. And then I took a bunch of pictures of a few of the pages and sent those to this guy I know who's really oh, into yeah. them. And he told me that about four or five of them are worth over $2,500. Wow. You have to like send them and get them graded? I have to send them to a grading yeah. service. But the reason this is funny is because the wedding in Italy, mm-hmm. uh, very expensive. Uh, yes. To, for both me and my girlfriend to go. Mm-hmm. Bought all refundable stuff. <laughs> and of course, as the Delta variant was ripping through, it was becoming less and less oh, certain. Yeah. And I've been complaining about how expensive life has become with all the weddings and everything. And my girlfriend finally said to me, like, you know, I don't have to go. And I was like, get out of here. To We're going. Wedding? I've already paid uh, for it. She goes, yeah, but it's refundable. And you'd get half your money back if I just didn't go. I would happily say that I have work commitments or that I'm fearful of the Delta variant, whatever it is. You go. You only, you pay half of what you had to pay. And I said, Call no. Your bluff. I said, no, we're fine. It's it's okay. I got it. She goes, you spent three hours evaluating the value of your childhood basketball cards. <laughs> it doesn't feel like we're doing that well financially. <laughs> like that's how desperate things are. She, I'm selling, I'm doing a fire sale on eBay. Dude, that's a lot of money though, man. Well, are you going to sell a few them? of those? I mean, I'm going to try. It's going to take a while to get the grading done. I understand that. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to get them graded, dude, though. You should definitely do that. But Fuck the problem that. is that if they come back shitty because I used to take them out and like pass oh, yeah. them around and propose trades, but they're not going to be worth anything. But did your friend take that into account when he looked at like no, the, he, assuming that it wouldn't be the top top grade? He said, you've got to go get them graded. Apparently, one place is more generous with the grading than the other. Did you PSA you or back yeah. I forget which one. Yeah, I think PSA is the one he said I have to do. That's a better one. Okay. Yeah. It takes forever, and it's really expensive. Not really? really? Well, it's kind of like a pay-to-win thing. Like, if you send them more money, you'll get it back quicker, and they'll probably grade it higher. It's kind of fucked. Oh, no. It's so corrupt. It's pretty corrupt. That is corrupt. <laughs> it's like 50 bucks, I think, base. Per card? Yeah. What? Cough yeah. it up, pal. Or you could sell it ungraded, and but it, it won't be as much. But I think the grading, the grading thing is necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. All right. Damn, well, we'll dude. see. If anyone knows anything about basketball cards and their value, please DM me because I need some help on this. <laughs> um, dude, I have a question for you. Great. Um, do you know the difference specifically between like jam and jelly and jam, jam, jam? There's a there's a famous joke here. Really? I don't know it. What are... You can't jelly your dick inside a girl's butt or something. What? That's the joke. It's really horrific. Wait, but what? How does that you can tell me? Jam the difference? your deck. Oh, uh, okay, fine. But that's where I thought you were going. I was like, man, this is a pretty no, no, no. Grade school no, I was not going joke there. you're setting us up for. <laughs> um, but dude, there's like a bunch of different variations, and I thought that I would look into it. The specific difference between all these things, and oh. it blew my mind. Okay, like you, seriously, though, do you know the difference between jelly and jam? No. Okay, I didn't either. And I start so these are the different variations. How did this happen? I was one day, oh, this is why, this is why. Hillary started talking about preserves. Okay. I was like, what the fuck are preserves? She's like, oh, that's like the whole fruit, but it's in, but with sugar added. And it, I'm like, well, what's that? What about jelly? She's like, oh, jelly is just fruit juice and sugar. And I was like, well, what's jam? And then she's like, well, that's chopped or pursed fruit and sugar. And I was like, what? I was like, are there more of these? Is she right? Yeah, dude. So now I have this list. Why does she know it so well? I don't know. She work at a country store? (laughs) (laughs) She work at a gift shop? Dude, I think girls just know about this shit. She work at a farm stand? Dude, isn't that crazy? So there's also compote. Yeah. Which is a whole fruit or fruit chunks 
plus sugar, but it's usually eaten immediately and not preserved. Wow, okay. Then there's marmalade, <laughs> which is whole citrus, either chopped or left intact, plus sugar. Yeah. Preserves, whichever you said, whole fruit or fruit chunks and sugar. Chutney, chopped or pursed fruit and sugar, plus vinegar and spices. Yeah, the chutney you'll have with a meat or something. Right. Yeah. And then jam and jelly, which I've already, which we already talked about, but like that blew my fucking mind, dude. I always thought those things were all the same. Boy. I didn't know compost. You didn't think they were all the same. I thought jelly and jam were the same. Okay. You didn't think chutney and jam were no, the same. No, I didn't. But I thought the jam was just like with pulp. All right. So. <laughs> Some pulp. I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm going to pretend that I didn't hear any of the definitions and I'm going to give you what I assumed these things were Okay. because I did have assumptions and okay. I did not have it. The definitions at all. Okay. So you want me to list them and then you go. Through? Yeah. Okay. So jelly jelly. I just thought was basically the same thing as jam, but with all the seeds and bits remo removed. So I pure. I think that's true, but it's just made of juice. Though. It's basically like, Okay, well, so I didn't so I think know that. you're right. You're right. I would have said jelly is the same thing as jam, except without any pulp or seeds or fruit bits. I think you're right, dude. I think strained jelly I jam. Think, I think that's what it is. Okay, so good job. Okay, so jam <laughs> I would have said is the same as jelly, but with bits in it. And you the equivalent to like right. orange juice with pulp yes. versus without pulp. Right. Okay. Got keep, it. Keep me going here. Okay. Uh, marmalade. Marmalade I know to be bitter. And so I would have assumed it was like jam or jelly made with oranges where they used the rind. Dude, I think you're right. No, Again, there's dude. no way that's right. Whole citrus, either chopped or left intact, which is literally what jam basically is, chopped or pursed fruit. I guess pursed and chopped. Right? I don't like marmalade. Yeah, it's a little bitter. It's too here, bitter. Right? And it made me think that they had they had used, I guess it sounds like whole citrus, meaning they probably did use the rind. I didn't realize it was bitter. It makes me think I've never had real marmalade. I've just been eating orange orange jam and thinking it was marmalade, dude. <laughs> All right, keep me going here. Blowing my fucking mind. All right, chutney. All right, chutney. I would never. I would never have known anything about vinegar and whatever else. Same. But I would have known that chutney is more of a uh, it's more savory in general than jelly jam, right? And jelly and jam, and that and that you put a chutney. On a sausage or eggs, sure, and yeah, it's. A, I would have just called it Indian jam, dude. Uh, yeah, and also I would have said maybe that chutney was spicier. Mm, which I would have maybe said spicier. You're pretty close. You're pretty close, dude. On that okay. one, okay. Preserves. I hadn't even heard of that, dude. Preserves just to me is jam or jelly that you, you never goes bad. That if you face the nuclear apocalypse and you're wandering a post-apocalyptic wasteland with your dad and you stumble upon a cellar that was prepared for such an event you might find preserves on the shelves you're not wrong dude i just thought preserves were places where you're not allowed to shoot the animals dude oh yeah game like preserves like a preserve sure i didn't know that they applied to fruit preservation yeah and if you're thinking that i borrowed from cormac mccarthy's the road for that image you are correct okay <laughs> and compote is the last one. Compote, I just thought was a French word for jam or jelly. What? You knew that all these things meant? Well, I know compote from the French. I thought that's just a thing you throw banana peels on. What? Compost. No, no that's, that's compost. compost. <laughs> what, what is compote again? Whole fruit or fruit chunks and sugar, but usually eaten imme immediately, not preserved. See, I so it's preserves without yeah. preserving them. Got it. Compote. Interesting. Uh wow! Cute, I'm glad man. we did that. That would that I'm I'm glad we got through that. That sound that seems like uh, something we would talk about. It is, it does, and it <laughs> seems like the thing where you, afterwards you ask yourself, how could anyone have found that interesting? <laughs> and yet people tend to. I know, I know. Interesting, yeah. isn't that weird? Yeah. A deep dive. Yeah, new mm. very specific subject. Yeah. Well, you know what never goes bad, Julio. What is it? A nice cold can of cheeto oh dude so An delicious absolutely delicious sparkling tequila oh my god i'm a big fan of the paloma delicious the paloma the pink one that's like the the crown jewel but the strawberry has quickly become a, a fan favorite a second in, uh, in command to the paloma interesting and then the spicy watermelon is their new flavor that's when that one's really flying off the shelves it's good stuff i mean a sparkling tequila beverage is a wonderful thing to just make your summer rip i like tequila 
and yet the process i'm not a huge fan of tequila soda some people you like that i like tequila soda you like tequila soda i don't i don't like that i like vodka soda but i'll like a tequila soda with some sort of juice mixed in and that's exactly what yeah cheeto has done it's really in a can they make it easy for you it's real tequila it's only up to three grams of sugar uh 100 calories it is available in new jersey new york florida and a couple other states now um you can get it on drinkcheeto.com um and you also check out some of your local stores if you live in some of those states to try to find it because this stuff is going to be the next the next next beanie baby (laughs) boozy beanie baby yeah cheeto is c-h-i-d-o drinkcheeto.com uh go there now get some cheeto try a few before the summer is out it's the most refreshing beverage everyone at your party will love these cheeto get in there yeah um, dude, so we have had a lot of good emails, uh, recently, and this is, this is actually, uh, not that it matters, but this was a DM, but this is really great dating story that I want to oh, share. Oh, fun, fun, fun. Um, okay. What's up? Uh, have a funny car toad slash who pays for it story relating to the most recent episode of the pod. Great. It's obviously a few episodes ago. Um, during my senior year of college, my car got towed while on a first Tinder date. I parked at her apartment complex in a spot that clearly said visitor parking. After we finished grilling dinner at the apartment complex pool and hanging at the jacuzzi, it was time for me to leave and it was roughly 11 p.m. I go outside, can't find my truck anywhere and start to panic frantically. While my heart is racing, I see a tow truck pull into the lot. I asked the guy if he towed my truck and he said he didn't, but he gave me the contact info of another company that might have. Hmm. They indeed did tow my truck. Unfortunately, my truck was towed over 30 miles away to a lot near the U.S.-Mexico border in one of the sketchiest neighborhoods in town. That sucks. Jesus. Thankfully, the chick from Til- from Tinder felt awful about it and said she would Uber there with me. So at midnight, off we go to the border and arrive at 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> the law employee isn't there. So I start calling frantically, hoping to get someone. When he picked up, he said he was towing another car to the lot and that his ETA was 2 a.m. He finally arrives and we go through the paperwork. Since I had a truck, the flat fee was $300. Oh, my God. My truck was backed in, so that was an additional $50 fee, and the tires were turned, so it was another $50. Wait, wait, wait. Because of the way he parked his car at her place? I guess. Wow. Complete complete that with taxes, and the bill was $440. When it comes time to pay, he said, I can't accept your credit card because the credit card machine is off after hours. So I look at the girl and we decide to walk to an ATM a few blocks away now at about 2.30 a.m. When we get to the ATM, she says, you know, I told you to park in that spot, so it's really my fault. I'll pay for you getting towed. No way. I was in shock and told her we should at least split it. But ultimately, it's fine. I'll pay. She insisted on paying, and frankly, I was a broke college kid, so I let her pay. Wow. After we settled up, we hit the road back to her place at 3 a.m. so I could drop her off. On the long drive back, she put her hand on my leg and said, you were so calm during that. I feel so bad. I said, ah, it's no big deal. Thanks for paying for it. She then says the most blunt thing ever. I'm going to suck your dick for having to go through that. (laughs) I then got the craziest blowjob of my life while driving back to her place. When we got there, I parked a few blocks down on a residential street so I didn't get towed again. We hooked up in her apartment, then I drive home to my apartment around 5 a.m., and we never hung out again. <laughs> what in the hell? Dude, that's good stuff. He didn't deserve any of that. <laughs> he didn't deserve that. I can't believe she paid. For being calm? Dude. Having a good demeanor is hot, dude. How many dudes have come to her apartment, gotten their cars towed, gone through <laughs> that, and absolutely lost their mind such that his calm demeanor was enough to win him this deluge of affection? <laughs> Do you think that, that any of that, $440 out of her own pocket? That's a lot of money when you're not expecting to have to pay it. And 
I don't know, man. That's that's strange. Like the parking spot thing does make sense, but dude, I don't know. Like I, I figured in that situation, I can't imagine doing any less than splitting it. Yeah, if not just I think for splitting it. to me. It's a first date. I know, also I don't guess. think I don't even think I would accept the split. Although she told him to park there. Yeah. And it said visitor parking. Like it was a shitty situation. The fact that she accompanied him to me is already almost like going. It's first date. Yeah, first date. Dude, that's a mission. What a first date, bro. Wow. Well, why didn't he call her again? I don't know. I think he owes her a plaque. I agree. Well, it it doesn't necessarily sound like he ghosted her. Like maybe they just parted maybe ways it didn't after work. That. after all they'd been through together. They just. They'd gone too far to move forward, but they have gone too far forward to move back. <laughs> uh, damn. I am I'm lost over that one. I, I find myself very puzzled by that. Yeah, that's a crazy one. Um because I don't I feel like, you know, may, maybe maybe he was really cool and we didn't even he's being humble and didn't describe how happy and upbeat and like you know, it's no big deal, and they they made a they made a journey out of it. They made it no, fun. Totally. Maybe yeah. they played like I Spy on the way down to Mexico. Right, they bonded. Yeah, and and she talked about music, and it was just an adventure and all of that. Totally, man. Um, yeah, maybe sounds like that's possible. Well, maybe if we think about it that way, then maybe he did deserve the blowjob. I mean, dude, I guess this is the blowjob episode, man. It kind of is. A lot of uh, blowjobs. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> so that's oops the podcast oops the podcast yeah thanks for joining us we had a lot of fun we will see you guys on thursday uh send any of your amazing stories just like that one to oops the podcast at gmail.com and um i i'm at francis cc ellis on instagram he's not julio with a j check us out on tiktok too why in the hell not uh we will see you soon thanks guys